I'm Alan Lytle, 91.3 WUKY News, where it is time for another edition of our award-winning history series, Saving Stories, with Dr. Doug Boyd from the Louis B. Nunn Center for Oral History in the UK Libraries. It's a segment where we feature interviews from the collection. Good day to you, Doug. It's good to be here. Doug, it is Pride Month, and today we are talking about and remembering an iconic hotspot. The Nunn Center partnered with Mick Jeffries to conduct 13 oral history interviews documenting Cafe LMNOP, a popular club in downtown Lexington down on East Main Street. And during this club's brief run, LMNOP was at the center of underground culture in Lexington. It featured punk music, alternative music, music you wouldn't hear anywhere else. Like the music, it attracted a wide variety of people, including drag queens. In fact, Café Elman O.P. was the brainchild of one of Lexington's most iconic drag queens, Bradley Picklesheimer, who had also opened a club called Club Agogo. Bradley had also played in a punk band. The first clip that I brought paints the picture of what Bradley wanted from Café Elman O.P. I wanted outrageousness. I wanted it to be the most talked about outrageous nightclub that there was, and it was. They both were. I mean, even with Club of Gogo being a beer and wine bar, honey, it tore up. It was a scene, and and the people that came dressed were appreciated. You know, there were people who were pulled to the front of the line probably for the first time in their lives, uh-huh. you know? And that kind of recognition, it's like, you know, I made sure that drag queens didn't have to pay. Well, that was unheard of back then. You know, that someone would go outside and, and look and see if somebody really had something amazing on and get them to the front of the line. Nobody did that stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody did that in Lexington. Because, you know, I know what it's like to work on an outfit for a weekend, something really severe and uncomfortable, and stand <laughs> in a line with a bunch of who knows what's from where and be standing there and how nice it is to have someone go, Oh, we need you at the front of the line. We need you in now. <laughs> you know, and that you know, I don't think that there's. I don't think that they those people out there had ever been made to feel really special or presented in the light that they needed to be. Because I was that person. You know, I was that person that you know wasn't. I wasn't the best looking. I wasn't you know the prettiest. But I worked it. Oh, I worked <laughs> it. So in this second clip. Bradley Picklesheimer answers Mick Jeffrey's question, how would you describe Café LMNOP to a Martian? You're going to see a group of people that would never normally under any circumstance be together in the same room. Yes. That's one of the things that it's famous for. The pipe-smoking academia, really wild drag queens, lesbians, punk rockers, bikers, construction workers heterovestites, transvestites, uh, socialites, socialites, oh yeah, let's not forget the socialites, the wealthy blue bloods, uh, horse people, um, all in one room or two rooms, having fun, drinking, having good time, listening to music, and you know, I think that socializing with each other. Yes. Not, not keeping to themselves necessarily. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nobody, you know, it wasn't one of those stand and model things. Everybody interacted on one level or another with everyone. But, Doug, this was really only open for a short time. That's correct. In fact, Picklesheimer describes the final drag show featuring the internationally renowned drag queen Divine and describes following that show 
really bringing the curtain down on Cafe LMNOP. After her show, when I decided to close, I closed it on my birthday. And she was on stage, and the club was packed. And I, without telling anyone, had decided that it was over. So when she left the stage, and they were screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming. And I said, thank you very much. Be here next weekend. This club will close its doors forever. (laughs) It was nice. And the whole, the oxygen sucked out of the room. (laughs) And I left the stage to go and party with Divine. So timing is important. You know, open on a high note and leave on a high note. Why not? Why wait until there's no patrons? Why wait until it's one family from Idaho? 13 interviews, and they're all online. At KentuckyOralHistory.org. Doug Boyd from the Louis B. Nunn Center for Oral History in the UK Libraries has been our guest again on Saving Stories. Have a good one. Thanks for having me.